Warning! This podcast may contain naughty language, including the C-word. Listener discretion is advised. Right, should we do a podcast? No, not yet. No. Not yet. No. Still not yet. No, not yet. Yep, ready. Hey, everybody, you tuned into Shingles Lens, where we talk movies, music, trending news, games, sports, current affairs, and anything else that pops into our brains. I am Dave Shingler, and he is the love to my thunder. It's Cleon Bealy. Old man, look at my life. I'm a lot like you were. It's a Shingles List podcast. How are you, David? Yeah. It's very, very hot. That was a really short intro yeah. from me. Yeah, yeah, threw me off a little bit. Uh, yeah. It's very ve- close. Neil Young. It's very close. It's because I'm pretty much like a melted ice cream. I am a fat, sweaty well, I'm not a fat, sweaty yeah, mess. You're not, yeah, I'm you're a lovely, tanned, sweaty mess. You're very, yeah, you're very NWO Hulk Hogan. I'm tanned. Mediterranean at the moment, yeah. mate. Yeah, you're like, um, basically, um, <clears throat> if you were in an airport line, you'd be randomly selected. That's how brand I are. would be finger blasted yeah, by yeah. some <laughs> huge security guard with the rubber gloves on his hand. Yeah. You are right. I would yeah. be internally searched. It is very warm. It's very warm. It's very warm. And it's going to get warmer. Over the next couple of days. Um, oh my God, are we locking ourselves indoors, Dave? Is yeah. that what the news are telling us to do? Yeah, it basically. Well, you may have noticed. You might. You might not have noticed that the <laughs> curtains are drawn in the in in the, uh, the listening room. No to the sun. Um, well, it's <laughs> apparently that's one of the things you're meant to do when it's too hot. If you keep your curtains drawn, yeah. it stops the heat from uh, yeah. entering the room. It hasn't fucking worked today, but I thought I'd give it a go. Curtains have been drawn all day. I've been sat in the dark crying. I, I've got to be honest. I've got to be honest. The the way England have reacted to this year's news um, and the way everybody seems to be panicking hmm. over the yellow bully thing in the sky. Yeah. Um, it's a little bit over overblown yesterday yeah. people were saying don't go out don't go out i did 90 minutes of football in it yeah it's absolutely fine I, i'm starting to go are we turning into a bunch of panickers that are being driven by so, the media maybe. well the thing is like yesterday it didn't go above the no, we're, we're in celsius over here for any of our uh, american listeners so we didn't go above like 30 it's like 28 29 something like that today we've hit 30 um now Monday, Tuesday, apparently, we're going up to 37. Now, there might be some people in the world listening to me say these these numbers and going, "You, that, that's just silly. That isn't, summer? It's just summer. That, In fact, that's quite cold. Um, the thing about Britain is we're not equipped for this kind of weather. We're not equipped for this heat. We're not all ginger. Yeah, us... us <laughs> I'm on it like the infrastructure isn't like built for 37 degrees. The roads are going to melt, Cleon. <laughs> the tarmac's going to go all soft. Nobody has air conditioning. That's not a thing in the UK. We don't have, you know, standard no. air conditioning in houses. We're not built um, for 37 degree heat, which in turn has led to the whole country having a bit of a panic about how hot it's going to be on Monday and Tuesday. Now, the thing about me today is, is yes, it's been very hot, and uh, I've made the absolute most out of it by putting every single piece of washing that I've got outside to dry in the sun. We're not using electric if we don't have to. Um, but I must admit, like I, I love the hot weather, I love the sunshine. I think you know we don't get much of it in the UK, so when it comes, embrace it. Mm. Get your shorts on, get your get your sun cream on, get your baseball cap on, you know what I mean? Put your shades on, go out and enjoy the sun. But there's been a couple of times today where, especially later on in the afternoon, around 3, 4 o'clock, where it got really hot, and I've been sat in the house going, this isn't too bad, and then I'll take one step outside and just go, oh... Oh, it's a bit warm. Oh, no, did football oh, all day yesterday and all not day sure today. How I feel about this, like, because it's very like you just hit your skin straight away, and I'm like, oh, that's a bit uncomfortable. But it's fine. And like, I'm not going to die. But I've st- you stay hydrated, drink plenty of water, put your yeah. sun cream on. Everything's everything's happy. It's all it's all gravy. I'm turning into leather, man. You are very brown. You're very. Yeah, you've been you've been out in it. You've I've been, been out in it for two days yeah. solid. I have. Yeah, I tan quite easily, so the sun only has to go high, Cleon, and I'm like, ping. Done. My my dad used to tan really easily. Like yeah. he'd go suit, to the point where I'm 99 percent convinced my lady that he was Brazilian. Uh-huh. Um, 
she nearly went for it. She nearly. I do bit. use cooking oil though when I'm in garden. That's a bit silly. Like that. Get the get get a fried mm. egg on my chest. It's a bit silly, that is clear. I shouldn't really do that. It's lovely weather though. It's lovely weather. My um, my old brother Scott, um, he went to Turkey once. Yeah. We all went on. It's when I was still a kid. Like we all went on a little family holiday to North Wales, and him and his missus went to uh, went to Turkey the same week. And about halfway through our holiday, this car pulled up outside the caravan, and I'm like, I "Swear that's Scott's car, but it can't be. He's in Turkey." Mm. As he jumps out of the car, and uh, you know he comes in, like opens the caravan door, comes in, and he's like, "All right, guys, and what are you doing? You might be in Turkey." So the, the weather over there was just ridiculously, ridiculously hot and sunny. And for the first two days, he leathered himself in cooking oil and oh just sat God. out on the balcony wow. to the point where it got to day three and he couldn't handle it. He'd burnt himself that much that yeah. he just couldn't handle it. So he bought a one-way ticket back to the UK. Yeah, it's called sunstroke. <laughs> so, yeah, so then he just came and gate-crashed our, um, our holiday in Wales after uh-huh. that. I am 90% blister, yeah. but I have come for a party he's, here in Wales. He's all blister, but... Um... Oh, no, 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 no. So, I I, I like the weather, um, more for it. Um, I'll start worrying when we start putting the death count across the bottom of the screen. Of the That's screen on the news, start, yeah. It looks like yeah. it's going to come in again soon. Seems like people got a bit addicted to that during COVID. Mm. Um, and also the way the news is delivered. But I do think... The way they've changed the met, how they deliver the news, I mm. think that is a little bit. They've gone a bit silly with it now. Yeah, it is. It is, isn't it? I've noticed that. Like on on Thursday, Friday last week, it's when it started. You know, the Met Office had issued the red weather warning. First time we've ever had a red weather warning. Yeah, because of and heat. the suns are no longer yellow. They red with the devil horns. Yeah, on. devil horns on them. Like, and it was literally it was like red weather warning issued as predictions of death. Like, and it's like what. Sunshine, like, and I get it. You know what I mean. It, we are British, and we we're not used to this heat, and people don't know how to handle this yeah. heat. And yeah. you know, people probably, some people will probably die of heat stroke over these next couple of days. Probably, um, but I'm hoping I won't. It's only two days. Like, yeah, draw your curtains, stay indoors, stay hydrated. It's dead simple. Like, they just do that for it, two days, and Wednesday it's raining. It's summer's me, it, over on we Wednesday. Are, yeah, we are in the UK. <laughs> Let's not forget, we're going to walk outside. It's going to be, oh, it's a bit hot today. Well, I'm not going to go out today. And then tomorrow it's going to be rainy and you're going to be going, we haven't had a summer. We haven't had a summer. So really, guys, grow up, get some suntan lotion on and walk out the house and stop going on about bloody dogs. Oh, my God. I'll tell you what. <laughs> the next person who tells me I can't walk my dog at 2 o'clock in the afternoon when it's 27 degrees outside, I will punch in the mouth. If you can't put your hand on the pavement, I can't then put my hand on the pavement. <laughs> I wouldn't mind, but I'm walking in bare feet. I get it. We um, are not in Mauritius. I do. I, I do understand people's concern, but like, I do. But not in the you UK. Are, you're a responsible dog owner. You know what I mean. There are people who aren't, but um, you know. How hot do you think it would have to be to seriously heat a pavement? Uh, do you know what? I I don't actually know the answer to that. The whole pavement. I don't know the answer to that. How hot would it have to be in the morning? It gets pretty warm, but I don't think, like... I mean, my blue brick in the backyard gets a bit hot, but not to the point where I can't walk on it. Yeah, where right. you're putting an egg on it. Yeah, and it's not... It's no, not it's not that no. hot. It's not that hot. Everyone needs calm down. Now, you shouldn't be letting your dog off leads um, and throwing sticks for them because once their body goes past a point, hmm. they can't reverse that. So I do agree that you shouldn't be letting them off the lead and throwing sticks so they run around at 90 mile an hour. That should never be mm. happening. But I think everyone's fine walking them. And go out, enjoy the fo- enjoy the sun, make sure you've got a bit of lotion on. Yeah, yeah. And take Make sure wa- you've got water. a hat on and you rehydrate it and water. you take a little drink a load of water. It's the most important thing. It's just, just fucking water. If you can't find water, beer will do. That's fine. <laughs> and if you can't buy beer, find your next available spirit. But we are in the UK. Go find a beer garden. Yeah. Turn purple. Be it's, British. Um, it, you know, you, you don't have to go for Evian either. You know what I mean? Just tap. Good old-fashioned council pop's the, fine. The council pop is water. fine. That's what we're on tonight. A bit of the council pop. A bit of the council pop. And it's a beautiful council pop. Because you know why? Because we're in the glass. UK, guys. Yeah. We're in the UK. We can drink our tap water. We can drink our <laughs> tap water. Stop taking things from America 
and going, oh, that can be applicable here in the UK. No, no, guys. Oh. Stop it. So anyway. Stop that. Stop that. Now, we made a bit of a promise last week. We did make a promise. We did make a bit of a promise. We yeah. promised to review a film. Yeah. We did, didn't we? And yeah. we both went and watched that film. You went yeah. and watched that film, didn't you? I went you? to watch the film. I went and watched that film. That film was Thor, Love and Thunder. Now, this episode Ta-da. today is going to include spoilers. So if you don't, if you haven't watched Thor, Love and Thunder, Love and Thunder, I'm sorry, guys. We're going to talk about the movie. We are going to talk and about it. And it will have spoilers in here. There will just be because some spoilers, yeah. I'm not self-editing myself as I'm talking. Yeah, so that's your warning. There is going to be some spoilers. If you don't want to listen... Stop now. That's fine. Go watch the film. Come back. Listen to the show. Yeah, don't complain. Don't complain. Just stop listening. If you do complain, we're not going to listen. So wow! Oh wow! Oh wow! The God of Love and Thunder is back, and he's back with a bang. Well, was, was that three wows? Yeah. It, well, it wasn't so much of a bang, more of a rainbow-coloured guitar solo sneezed <laughs> out of a two hundred and twenty-foot pink unicorn. Back with a bang. That was my entire take on the movie, and I enjoyed it. For me, mm-hmm. for me, it was a childish romp uh, there was nothing serious that was involved in that film all starting from the opening the opening name scene of a complete van damme pose yeah that yeah. was when i noticed that this film was not going to be a serious film it was all the great and in my opinion one of the best marvel villains that we've had in a very 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 long time if not the best marvel villain mm. just for me Again, just for me. And I've got two ratings, and I'll go into them in a minute. That's just my high level of the film before we do the the deep dive, Dave. Mm -hmm. I enjoyed it. It was fun. It was a bit crazy. It was completely unbelievable. It was tailored towards what I think children. It should have been a U film. Mm -hmm. It was only Christian Bale that made it anything above a U. Yeah. That was, I don't know what the reason why it was a 12A. But there was only Christian Bale that took he it to very, a 12A. He was very, nightmare-worthy. He was very, 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 very <laughs> nightmare-worthy. Um, but yeah, I thought it was a great film. Dave, okay, back me up, bro. So, I came out of the cinema, um, <laughs> and for me, it was a film that didn't understand what it actually was. It, 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 there was, it, it didn't grip onto one kind of format. There was a bit of like pomp and overacting there was humor but it, it, there was seriousness but it didn't really grip onto one thing and, and solidify itself yeah as that kind of film and it left me somewhat maybe confused like to to the point where like there's bits in if we say dr strange yeah um where there's a serious but i can't remember the exact scene but there's like a there's a serious part and then um, his cloak, like, does it wipe some dust off him or a tear or something? And then that's the joke. That's the, mm. oh, stop it. That's the joke. And for me, that kind of line between, is this meant to be funny is, or is this the serious bit was quite blurred. Yeah. I couldn't tell the difference, like, in some parts whether that was meant to be a bit tongue-in-cheek or whether it was actually serious. And and that kind of spoiled the movie for me. Um, Christian Bale uh, is, is very, very good yeah. in it. Um yeah. But I can't. There was something about his performance that I want to say maybe overacted. He was he was really good, but there was parts where I'm like, I don't know about that. I don't know whether he's like giving it. I think he gave it full giving beans, it the full he? beans here. It's a bit too much. Like, yeah. um, apart from that, you know, if you kind of try not to take it too seriously, watch it over the top of your phone, kind of thing. Um, it was all right. I, I but thought I, it was brilliant. I think it's. <laughs> I think for me, it suffered from Thor. It's it being it suffered from being Thor, and you know me, I didn't like Thor. Yeah, I didn't like the second Thor. You know, Ragnarok was fucking brilliant. Yeah, but the thing about Ragnarok was it was it was very Avengers esque. You know what I mean? It had the extra characters in, it had and Hulk in, and yeah, and it was very Avengers esque, and it was funny, and it was colourful, and it was like a comic book. Not a comic book movie, it was like a comic book. Um, and I wanted, I was expecting more of the same. Taika Waititi directing yeah. again. I was expecting more of the same. Um, but I didn't get it. And I was just, I just left feeling a bit like, oh, okay, okay. It was okay. The, it was, the story was all right. 
you know, Christian Bale was 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 a brilliant villain. He was a really brilliant good. villain. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it was just a bit like I don't know if it was just a bit OTT in places as well. Hmm. Um, but you know, I, I am not disappointed that I spent money to go see it at the cinema. Yeah, but now that I've seen it, I wouldn't have been bothered if I'd have waited for it going Disney Plus. Uh, ooh, yeah, you know what I mean. I, I I do fall in that camp. Now I've seen it, but I, I'm kind of like that for the majority of movies that have been out by Marvel. But I really enjoyed Russell Crowe's part in it. Yeah, I yeah, thought, that came. I thought the camp uh, uh, bit where he where he was talking like this. Yeah, and who do you think you are to speak to me like this? And when he walked down and he did the camp turn, yeah, and then he pulled his little frock up and did his little thing down the steps. I thought that was brilliant. I thought. Every single cameo in it was amazing. I thought the Screaming Goats really, <laughs> really, really, really made me laugh. I thought the Chris, Screaming Goats. Yeah, race. I thought Chris Pratt in it was really good at the beginning to Do you know what? to let him off the opening the opening scenes with the Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, I, I was watching that and I'm going, this is going to be fucking brilliant because it was funny. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Guard, you had Guardians of the Galaxy doing Guardians of the Galaxy and Thor being a god you know what yeah. i mean and it was just like oh this is going to be really good and then that just stopped and i'm like oh. he went super cheesy at that moment didn't he mm. yeah 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 and then uh the guardians handed it off as thor was going through some midlife crisis mid well it's not a midlife crisis yeah, been here for thousands of years a a soul searcher um, and then it led to obviously the introduction of jane donning the thought uh donnie milner yeah. Milnio. Milnio. Dahama. Yeah, the big army. Um and then the rescue with the children. I thought it was brilliant. Yeah. I, I I did. It just made me chuckle. And I took a few reviews from people who went to watch it. Mm. Maybe you want to hear what they said. They said, it, I liked it, but it was a bit scary. Amazing and better than Ragnarok. There was Ooh. no Avengers in it. Literally loved it and freaked out by the guy who keep trying to kill everybody. The set, nine out of ten. The second person said he found she found it better than Ragnarok, and it was emotional. It was both emotional and dramatic. Thor really liked to express his feeling and looked awesome and very pretty. Ten out of ten. I think um, I gave it a six. That was Bo and Ethan. <laughs> I gave it. I gave it a, a six out of ten. Um, I think it. It was good enough to be more than 50%, you know what I mean? But there was just them bits that I just felt that the movie confused itself when it didn't have to. And and I, there was somewhat of a, a character shift in Thor as well, because come come the end of Avengers, he'd humbled himself, you know what I mean? Yeah. He, was, he was, you know, he was more down to earth, he was more humble. And, and now he's back to... God. He's back to Thor 1, mm. you know what I mean? Um, and yeah, for, for me, like I say, it was the whole like, is this meant to be serious? Is this meant to be a joke? Parts of it that just made it feel a bit like, oh, you know what? I've kind of lost, I've it's, lost not interest, but I kind of lost a bit of it. Seems to have lost its way. It's the first Marvel, it's the first Marvel Avengers movie, it's the first Marvel family Avengers movie. There you go. Okay, yeah. Yeah, it's the first one that is completely aimed at the family and completely a romantic movie. Isn't it, really? It's a true rom-com. It is a romantic movie. And it's yeah, aimed yeah. at and it's a, yeah. a true family movie. But that also, for me, that also adds to the what's it trying to be. Is it trying to be a superhero film? Is it trying to be a comedy? Is it trying to be a romantic movie? And it, it got, it's got too much of everything in it Yeah. to give it that definite... You know, set in stone. This is what we're watching, and, and that's what kind of threw it all over the place for me. Yeah, um, no, no doubt on second watch, I might. I think you'll appreciate like it a the bit sec- more. The second watch, you might really like it because I really honed in on that movie, and there was just certain parts of it that I just thought were brilliant and really funny. Yeah, there are some very funny bits in it. Um, yeah, I, I, I love Korg. I fucking love Korg. He's a bit one, disappointed that he's gay. He's one of my favourite Another characters. character from Disney. No, that well, they're not gay, are they? That's just... They're the two blokes. 
Yeah, well, if you're a human, that you would were be You were making gay. a baby. If you're a human, human, that would be gay, but that's just like... By the way, again, I'm not gay bashing this. Please, <laughs> please, can you hear the sarcasm in my voice? Um, if you've listened to previous episodes, I've always, I've moaned quite a lot at Disney leaning on everything LGBTQ. Um, yeah, and that they shouldn't really get involved, but hey, that's just me. What is Korg? I can't remember what, what Korg is. He's a rock. He's a rock. He's yeah. a rock monster. Um... But that's just the way that they reproduce. Like, in seahorses, it's the male that gives birth. Did you know that? Yeah, yeah. I did. So it's, just, yeah. it's not necessarily gay. It's just the way that I believe you're getting far too much into this subject for a third no, no, way. Just saying, like, just saying, um, <laughs> We're talking no, about Korg, a mythical... Ro- <laughs> Korg is, is one of my favourite characters in the whole of, of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. He's fucking hilarious. Um, and yeah, definitely one of the highlights of this film was Korg for me again. Just, yeah. just being Korg, being funny. It's, um, it's nice to see that Marvel can both can both create a brand and then destroy it bit by bit. It's it's quite nice. Um, the uh, cameos from Matt Damon, Matt Damon, and uh, Sam Neill. Yeah. And is it Luke Hemsworth? Yeah, Luke Hemsworth was in there as well. Uh, yeah. Doing the doing the, the theatre yeah. production again. And uh, who was it? It was Melissa McCarthy, wasn't it? Melissa McCarthy, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah that was really, really good again. Um, and, and like I say, yeah, Christian Bale. Fan, fantastic. I thought he was a great villain. Fantastic performance from Bale. Um, but... In places, like I say, somewhat overacted. I was like, this is a bit too much for... A bit too scary. What? Um, what's, what's the rating? 12A, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a bit too much for a 12A, I think that was. But, um, yeah, cool. I mean, Thor... He bought his eyes glowing in the dark before he actually arrived yeah. in every scene. Yeah, um, it says, you know, Thor will return after the credits. Um, what did the post-credit scene do? Because I aren't doing that no more. Did you watch the pre-credit scene? So the, oh my the, god! No, the what? way they, the way they do it now is that the, you get some like animated credits, and yeah. Then there's a a scene, and then you get the normal credits where it's like everybody that nobody cares about, and then there's a post credit scene at the end. Um, what was the? Oh, what was it? I don't know. Oh, I can't remember now. I don't stay behind. I don't. I don't. Um. It was. Oh, it was. Um. It was Jane uh, getting into Valhalla. Oh, was it? Yeah, yeah. With who's it? Uh, Idris Elba's character. Wel- Idris Wel- Odin. Yeah, welcoming her, her into Valhalla. Oh, um, brilliant. At least it wasn't leading on to another movie. Uh, but he does say at the end, you know, Thor will return. So there's going to be more, more Thor. Um, and Thunder. Sp- speaking of will returns and staying on the Marvel thing. Um, another one that I finished this week was Ms. Marvel. That really? was it. Yeah, so it was only six episodes. Episode finale was Wednesday, just gone. Mm-hmm. Um, and I enjoyed it. Did you? I enjoyed it a lot, yeah. At first, at first, the first episode, you're a bit like, oh, I don't know. Because it, it, it seems, the the first episode, when you're watching it, the way it's been, the way it's been made, it almost seems like a, a CBBC kind of thing yeah it's very like uh, is this a children's program is this something that's on a on children's tv on it on a monday afternoon you know um but it's just the way it's filmed um it's just it's the way it's been produced it kind of comes across like that and as the episodes go on it gets more serious and um and like you know my lad was watching it and i think the first couple of episodes even he was like hmm I don't know about this and then the story really kicks in yeah and it all comes in in one episode and you're like oh go on then so what's Miss marvel and how does it come to be and it well basically it's um oh what are they called it's it's people from another universe um i think they're called the djinn the djinn i think it's the djinn um they're trying to open um the door back to their universe to get back home but what's actually going to happen is when they open that door it's going to consume earth mm. their their planet will consume earth and um Ms. marvel is a, a teenage girl who she's got these powers and she's able to control them from this bangle from like a great great grandmother that's been passed down through generations i'm not explaining it too well it's worth watching um and 
yeah, it's it's basically it is like it's an origin story of of Ms. Marvel and how she learns how to use these powers and how yeah. she once again in typical Marvel fashion saves the world by using them. Um, one of the cool things about without it the is, need of any of the other Avengers, any of the other Avengers without, knowing that this was yeah, going on in the world or just Avengers. nipping over to say, "Can I give you a hand?" But that is another one where it's um, Ms. Marvel will return. Um, so, yeah, so, so she's going to be in, in something else. Um, I'm, I did start to lose track of, uh, of phase four and what's been going on. Like, so, cause we had, we had, a, we had the, um, Black Widow film, don't we? Which is actually set before. Is that f- number one film? Number yeah, two? It, it's set before, um, not Endgame, Infinity War, isn't it? That I think one. he's set even before then. Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, was it before she was, before she died? Obviously. Yeah, yeah. Duh. So we've had, but we've we've had Spidey and we've had Multiverse and Madness, yep. um, and then your, your TV shows, obviously WandaVision, which leads into Multiverse of Madness. Yeah. Um, then you had that Doctor, that weird Doctor Strange film that. I've got no memory or no knowledge of what was going yeah, on. Multi- madness, multitude yeah, multiverse madness. Multitude of madness. Um, and Loki, we had that one, but that's Loki, the TV series. He's jumped off the timeline, so that Loki that we know in that universe is still the best TV series. Jumped off. He was very good. Loki was jumped off his timeline, so he isn't really. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In this, for me, it's still the best thing. You know, it's still the best series. Like um, Winter. Uh, Winter Soldier, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, um, yeah. Buddy Cop, Buddy Bud- Cop humor. I no need. Um, uh, Hawkeye. No need. So, so we've got a new, <laughs> we've got a new Hawkeye. Yeah, it's now we've a girl. We've got a new Captain America. Now a girl. No, no, no. Falcon is Captain America. Oh, sorry, it's Falcon <laughs> Captain America. Yeah. So we've got a new new Cap. Yeah. We've got a new Hawkeye. We've got Ms. Marvel. Yeah. Um. Any new? Any other new? A new Thor. Kinda. No. Thor: Love and Thunder. Mm, yeah, kinda. Um, I want to know where this is leading. Is there going to be another big mashup film? Like I don't know. Um, I've not looked at the at the timeline of what films are to come. Be honest with you, because I predicted that after Endgame, it was all going to get a little bit confusing. We've got um, to have the new Fantastic Four coming in. Is that on the same timeline? It must be on the same timeline. Well, wasn't Michael B. Jordan in the Fantastic Four at one point? He was, yeah, he was in the second version. He was in, like, the remake, so... Well, can't we just carry that on? Well, no, because he's already... He, he was in Black Panther, wasn't he, so... His thingy, so you can't do that. Yeah, you can. It was only, like... Captain America was... Was... The, the Flash. Yeah, yeah, but... So he can, he can do both. No, but that's a uh, no, different universe, though, isn't it? That's how they're explaining it, different universes. But it's Fox into that own Fantastic Four, and they now it's a different movie company. And now, well, no, because <laughs> D- Disney now own all the Fox media. Oh, bugger! Sorry, so, I'll yeah. try to get you near Michael B. Jordan some way. Don't don't worry about it. DC might cast you as Superman. Um, meh? DC might cast him as Superman. Yeah, why? Don't know. Just because they can. Yeah, it's DC. Yeah, do what they want. Um, I'm Phase Four, and I'm Wikipediaing the Phase Four. So. so they must have a new Fantastic Thought Four, a Fantastic Four coming down the line. Let's have a look. Um, yeah, there is. It's it's at bottom of the list though. So um, we've got Black Widow, which we've oh Shang Chi. I forgot about that one. Oh yeah, um, that was really good. Yeah, Shang Chi was brilliant. So we've had Black Widow. We've got Shang Chi. So that's a new that's new characters. Eternals, which what well, I don't I just don't know why that film exists. Um, Spider Man. Doctor Strange, Thor. So there's going to be a new Black Panther. That's the next one. That's yeah. November. Um, there's another Ant-Man. That's next year. Guardians of the Galaxy 3. That's next year. And then the Marvels. So this will be... The Marvels. Yeah. Featuring the characters Carol Danvers, Captain Marvel. Yeah. Uh, Kamala Khan, Ms. Marvel. And what's that say? Monica Rambo. Uh, so that's Auntie Marvel. Yeah, twenty twenty three, and then Fantastic Four is to be announced. They haven't got a date on that one. Well, 
away from the craziness of Marvel, I'll give you a bit of an update on the competition. We've got... There's another seven series coming out on Disney, by the way. We've got the Peacemaker series, which we've just had with DC. This is just the competition. I'm just giving you the flip side. I've not watched that yet, but I've heard it's brilliant. That is madness in a cup. Yeah. That is mad as a box of frogs, and it's as mad as John Cena is. I give that 10 out of 10. If you can just watch a movie, that if you can just watch a series, that is not going to make sense <laughs> from the beginning to end, but is full of really dumb, dumb parts. You're going to love it. It's it's very John Cena if you get where I'm coming from. Yeah. If, if you know John Cena, it's very with John Cena. Next with the the competition, it's DC League of Super Pets, which I'm really looking forward to. Oh actually. yeah, I saw yeah, a trailer for that. that. It looks pretty good. That looks really good. Then we've got Black Adam. Which is all oh, October, Dwayne. Dwayne Johnson, isn't it? So yeah. League of Super Pets. Oh, saw the trailer for that actually. Dwayne. Uh, for Black Adam, yeah. Yeah. Um, doesn't look too bad. Doesn't look too bad. Then we've got Black Adam, which is part of the Shazam universe, coming out in October twenty-one, and then following Black Adam, we've got a Shazam movie, which I'm assuming will be the lead on from the Black Adam movie. Then we've got uh, Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom, Jason Momoa. Then we've got the last in the the last of what is the DC Universe tail off. So we've got Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. So that's going to be the last one from what was. Can you remember Affleck's universe? Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's going to be the end of that. And then we've got the end of the Flash with Ezra Miller. Okay. Yeah, and then that tails off um, in June. And then we've got Black Beetle. And then we've got the Batgirl series. Which is without a date. Well, it, and then we kick into the second, the second Batman movie. I'm looking here, and uh, it's saying here that Batgirl's a film. 2023. I'm on now. Oh, okay. I'm on 2023 and 2024 for the new Batman release. Right. And that's so the Batman, Joker, well. Ridley, okay. Penguin. That's the full rogues gallery. That is. Right. So that'll be the long Halloween. Okie cokey. So a lot of films going over on at DC. A lot yeah. of films coming out on DC. Dude, like I said, when Phase 3 ended of the MCU, it's all going to get very confusing. And there's going to be a lot to catch up with. I, I, I absolutely love the fact. I love the fact that a massive company like Disney is, is looking after the Marvel franchise. Mm-hmm. And they've got the money and the facilities to to make all of these series it's great you know i mean there's never there's never nothing to watch um but are we going to be plagued with saturation is that going to be the problem are we going to be plagued with saturation um and is the same thing now like we discussed last week is the same thing going to happen with dc where you've got all these different versions of of the characters and different films. Well, DC are kind of writing the correction. So one thing we need to get rid of is the Batfleck stuff. Batfleck. So, you know, the Wonder Woman, Batman, Superman. Yeah, yeah. We need to just get rid of all that because it's not going to work. It doesn't work and it's not working. Do you see where I'm coming from? It just doesn't yeah. fit in the current card. So get rid of that. We've got the Black Adam coming on. I'm a bit worried the fact that we've got like a 50-something-year-old playing the lead part because how many movies is he going to do in the next 10 years of Black Adam? Who, Dwayne? Yeah. I mean, He's mid-50s. I know, but... He's still mid-50s. Tom Cruise is 60. Yeah, but Tom Cruise isn't the same size as Dwayne Johnson. I bet his heart isn't under the same amount of pressure. I don't know, man, Dwayne. I think he's got plenty of gas left in the tank. Uh, uh, He's a very, very fit and healthy man. (laughs) uh, He's a very, very big man, isn't he? He's a very, very, very big man. Let's be brutal about this. Mm. So I'm not sure about having someone that age associated to the product, but hey, he's the biggest movie star in Hollywood right now. He is. So having somebody on that stature attached to DC is a good thing, right? Most definitely. And we've got his little mate associated to DC as well, Kevin Hart. Little Kevin. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where Dwayne goes, Kevin goes with <laughs> yeah. him. Um, so, yeah, I think DC over this next two years will correction each ship. And I think that's been kicked off by Batman. The Batman. Or the Batman, mm. yeah. Uh, yeah, I hope so. Because yeah. I, don't, I don't like not enjoying superhero films i'm sick of crying at dc i don't like not enjoying superhero <laughs> films you know what i mean and i want to enjoy them i really do and that's why I, I i haven't stopped watching them because i'm just hoping that the next one will yeah. just make me go oh that's better suicide squad was good 
Yeah, the Suicide Squad, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed it's the so Suicide demeaning, Squad. you know, being um, a DC fan. Yeah, that was good, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the thing is, though, like, they can do good films. It's just, oh, it's getting worse now. <laughs> they can do good films, and I just, I think, obviously, the problem is, is Marvel have just knocked it out the goddamn park. With, they got it right with, with Raw DJ, didn't with they? With the... Um, with the Infinity Saga, you know what I mean? They've just knocked yeah. it out of the park. And it's always going to be compared. It's always going to be compared. Nobody's going to go, like... I mean, people like me and you will, but nobody's going to go, like, um, these are completely separate things. Do yeah. not compare them. The general public are going to go, these are superhero films. And that one isn't as good as that one. That's, yeah. that's what they're going to do, you know. They'll always hold the biggest DC, the best DC movie up in the best Marvel movie mm. up and go compare the two. Yeah. And I don't think there is any comparison because yeah. one's aimed at kids and They're one's not. Films. They're just totally two different massive films. different yeah. films. Totally, totally, totally Like the films. Batman with Heath Ledger and yeah. Infinity War. That's yeah. the two we hold up. It's it, They're completely different characters, completely different films. It's the Dark Knight Rises. Dark Knight. I've got the, the DVDs up there somewhere. I think the Dark Knight Rises. The there one was, with Heath Ledger. Yeah, Batman Begins. No, the Dark the Dark Knight, wasn't it? The Dark Knight. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, there we go. The Dark Knight. That's the best DC movie that's been released to this date. In my humble opinion. Hmm. I do like the Chris Nolan Batman's. Christopher Nolan. Uh, First one brilliant. Second Batman. one brilliant. Third one spoiled by Heath Ledger. The third one was a bit. It was a bit hit and miss. Um, it, but. It, but it was still, it still wasn't bad. It wasn't a you bad still, film. You he know still know had I mean? to scramble like mad for that yeah. movie. Yeah, it wasn't a bad film. It was all right. And, you know, and I always say about Man of Steel, I've said it so many times on this podcast. I bought the DVD, Blu ray, whatever I bought, um, somewhat tongue in cheek. Didn't expect anything from it. Yeah. I, had, I had nothing to do. It was cheap in Tesco. I was like, oh, you know what? Fuck it. I'll watch this tonight. And I put it on and just went, wow, I enjoyed that. Thank you. That was good. That was yeah. really good. And then it all went wrong after that for me. And I know, I know you liked Batman vs Superman, but it just wasn't for me. I at all. liked the theatrical part, whatever the longest version mm, of Batman mm. vs Superman. I've got no idea because they had to put that many versions out I only just watched, to make it good. I only watched the long version, and and for me, it was like I should have watched the shorter version. <laughs> The, the the thing is, through my eyes and what I'm watching, ladies and gentlemen, I'm watching a story which I already know the back parts to. Yeah. So when he's making a reference, I understand which reference he's referring to. However, if you've got no knowledge of that backstory, mm-hmm. this is what I came to realise after watching the movie. If you've got no knowledge of that backstory, when you're watching the reference, you're kind of like, what's that mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas me, Mr. Batman fan, I'm like, oh, God, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He just told him. Um, and I understand that reference. But anyway, we could talk about DC and Marvel all night, Dave. We could. We could. We could go. I'd be happy to do it. We could go yeah. forever against the pitfalls and possibilities of the two companies to compare. But we've got a problem in England. Our Prime Minister. Is it the weather? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not the weather. It's not too hot in the summer. Our Prime Minister Dave's on the way out. He is. He's still here, though. He's still here. He's not quite gone yet, but he's still here. So what I thought I'd do, David, is give a little bit of a summary, if you will, to the front runners and riders of the people who are going to take over from our Boris. There is actually... I think it's now. I think as we're recording this, there is a TV debate happening right now between with these, five people with these yeah is there five there's six? five there's a five um there might be six and i've missed one but i'm thinking there's five yeah between you made the, me doubt myself between the candidates that are stepping up to be the new tory leader the mm. new tory leader so who have we got in this race i hear you cry david well i'm gonna tell you we've got two tunganat 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 Tugendat, Tugendat. We've got Tom anyway. We've got Tom. Now, Tom's a former office, uh, former army officer. Now, how do I know he's a former army officer, Dave? Because he drops it in a sentence every thirty <laughs> seconds. I'm not joking, you, Dave. Anything, any time you, you can, you, you can drop a limp into the army, mate. He drops it straight in there. Did you know I was a former army officer? Yeah, we do. Uh, he's doesn't and is never like Johnson. 
he's got an outsider odds of 14 to 1 leading into tonight's debate. Yeah. And the good thing is about Tom, he's a really good debater. So he's got the old army language and he's very good at firing a point home. So leading into this debate, I could put him on 14 to 1 as an outside rider. Okay. Also, we've got Kim Badenoch. Yeah. Okay, she's a surprise entrant to the Tory leadership. She's disruptive and could become a very close favourite. Okay. Okay. She's an eight to one. She's also a very good debater, good at back and forth. And the youth of today, love her. Love her, Dave. Then we've got Penny. She's an untested favourite whose first campaign video featured Oscar Pistorius. <laughs> so I'd love to have a debate with her because I'm pretty sure I could take a legs from under her. Hey! hey. Um, but yeah, she's untested. She's never been put in front of a debate committee, so she's kind of there as a real big outsider, even bigger outsider we'd say than Tom. Sorry, bit of a tittle piss. I'd do her at fifty to one for Penny. <laughs> then we've got the guy who I like to call Arsehole. The biggest backstabbing turd of a man that this country's ever seen. I'm referring to Mr. Rishi Sunak. What a backstabbing little slimy turd this is. So, he's a great favourite. He's a leading runner in this. And I think he should be, because he's the person that's made the majority of the kick-ups that have, cock-ups that have got us into this mess now. So, really, he could be front-runner in sorting all these cock-ups out. Mm-hmm. What an absolute abject arsehole. He was Boris Johnson's right hand last week, this week, the guy looking to take over from him. And then we've got the person who I think is going to win, Dave. Go on. Liz Truss. Yeah. It's the new Maggie Thatcher. She comes complete in her fur hat, in a fur, on a full, on a faux fur hat, a tank, and she's a massive Brexit supporter. I think uh, she's the next Maggie Thatcher. She likes to put herself out in the PR as the next Maggie Thatcher. She's very stern. She's got that resting bitch face that us men love to see every single every single day over our politician. And I think she'll whip the party up in a bit of a a bit of a fizz. So I think for the next Tory leader, it's Liz Truss. Well, I haven't really been following any of it. Um No? Uh no, no, because uh, I just don't care um and and i'm being brutally honest about that because i think the last thing the country needs is another tory savior coming along and promising us this that and the other while plunging us further and further into um a uh class split um so you know like you say rishi sunak is is one of the favorites um I, i i wouldn't want him as the prime minister at all um, no. no, and I had a lot of good things to say but about. Rishi I wouldn't Sunak. want Keir Starner as the prime no, minister. No, that's the thing. Either. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah, want yeah, Keir Starmer. Yeah. So I think also one of the worst things that could happen is like a snap election. Yeah, you know, like we said, we said this last week. Nobody represents me anymore. I just don't know uh, who I'd want as the prime minister. Um, Rishi Sunak's promise to um, deal with the uh, the Northern Ireland border and Brexit within a hundred days of being in office. That's, Why couldn't he uh, do that before? That's what he. That's what he said. That's one of his promises. Somebody's, one of them said something about like lowering tax or something like that, and and somebody went, mm, are. "Where are you going to get the money from?" And she went, "I'll borrow it." Yeah. <laughs> nice one, Tories. Cheers. Thanks very much. We'll do that old Labour uh, tank shuffle now, and we'll do all the promises that they'll. Jezza put in there. But no, matey, I think they're all as bad as each other. I, I genuinely felt sorry for Boris when they were all, before he handed in his resignations at PM uh, Prime Minister's questioning, when they were talking about how he'd, well, hired a known sex offender in his ranks and then yeah. gone and grabbed a load of nuts. Um, I did genuinely feel sorry for Boris because as it went round the house, everyone was just nasty to him saying really you're still here and at every single question they were they were equally as nasty to him and i just didn't feel it was very english i thought mm. he was very american very bully-esque tactic very it just didn't seem right I've, and for me i wish boris now would have gone i'm staying i'm staying yeah one one of the um theories that i've read online which i can't remember who by but one of the theories was back in 2019 when they did the other leadership and yeah. the and Boris won um th- there's a theory that like the 
MPs and, and Tory members voted to get behind Boris because they knew what a complete fucking idiot he was. Um, and they were like, he'll fuck up quick enough and then we can vote him out. And it was just to promote themselves, which is kind of what's happened here, you know what I mean? They've all gone, yeah, let's get him out now because now it's our chance. You know what I mean? Well, he still had the biggest then, majority vote in a yeah. very long time. And then COVID happened. Um, so you, they all, I think they all would have gone, ooh, we'll let you deal with this, Bazza. If <laughs> you stay somewhere for long enough, the hero, you'll always become the villain. Or what's the saying? Um, if you're a hero for long enough, you'll soon become the villain. Whatever the saying is, Boris did a great job throughout COVID up to a point. Um, and then since then, it's kind of been a complete cock-up. Mm. Thanks very much, mate. Get out. But I don't really want any of your mates in following you. Yeah. And I don't really want any of the competition in following you. In fact, I'd take Keith Lemon. <laughs> That's who I want running the country tomorrow. Keith Lemon. Should we just give all power back to the monarchy? Let's, let's, I'd, I'd take, do you know what? I'd, oh, no, actually. No, I'd take that. I'd give all give power you, back to the monarchy. Give it all back to the monarchy. Say, Charlie, you're in charge of the environment, which I think he'd do a fantastic job if you know how great he is with the environment and how he's the biggest saver of the rainforest on planet Earth. Okay. Fact. True. And he is. Um, yeah, give it all back to the monarchy. Just say, look, guys, we're crap. Um, we can't manage... You guys have it back and order some cake. Yeah. And jobs are good. And, <laughs> jobs are good. But anyway, that's enough pontificating. Well, I pulled up the odds um, on Skybet. And what have we got? So, Tom, our Tom, 66 to 1. Oh, yeah. So, um, he was a big outsider. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was right, just not with big enough odds. Uh, Kemi is 8 to 1. Liz Truss. Look at this. Look, look. You got that down there. Uh, yeah. Look at that. Look at that. Uh, Liz Truss, 7 to 2. Is that a favourite? Um, no, Penny Mordaunt, 2 to 1. <gasps> and then Rishi, 11 to 8. See, Penny's an untested favourite. Mm. Now, they haven't got into a first campaign video featuring Oscar yet. So, so that might come out of this debate tonight. <laughs> so that could be the end of her. And it's looking the odds are. For the final two, it's Penny and Rishi. The odds are odds on favourite to be oh, in that final two. Come on, Liz. I mean, that's all decided like this week, isn't it? You know what yeah. I mean? It goes from like eight to five yeah. to two within the space of a week. Mm-hmm. Um, and Stock then, market's going to be tested this week, and then them two will then campaign for the for August, and I believe it's September when the members, the Tory members, vote it does. on who the uh, who the leader will be, and then October we will have a new prime minister. We will have a new prime Again. minister. Again, <laughs> something we didn't need. No. We didn't want. Well, we did need because Boris was just going too far in his mm. cock-ups now. He'd gone. Yeah, Boris had gone way past the help of cock-up and was just making big cock-ups everywhere, really. And then he was lying to cover up the cock-up and he forgot which, which lie he used was, yeah, to cover yeah. up which cock-up. So, yeah, that's always a bad one. Um, but, he, yeah, do whatever you want with the country. I don't think England cares anymore. I genuinely don't. But do you know what England does care about, Dave? Football. Football. Uh, England does care about football. So leading on from last Sunday, when France were just about to square off against Italy. Can you remember last yeah, Sunday yeah, this, can you? Well, do you want me to tell you how Italy got on? They didn't get on very well, Dave, because they lost 5-1. A shocking performance from Italy as they got tore apart by the legs of the France. <laughs> Then we had Monday, the 11th of June, where we had Austria 2, Northern Ireland 0. Then we had the England match last Monday, which I did watch. And (laughs) I felt this was a match which really puzzled me and I think everyone who was watching this football match because every time England scored, it led the Norway team into doing a weird huddle and then carrying on to the, right, let's go. But every time they did the huddle, England scored pretty much within two minutes after England eight, Norway nil. Norway nil, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I was the Norway manager, I would have gone, just stop huddling. Just, just, just <laughs> whatever you're doing, you're winding them up. Just stop huddling every time you huddle, they scored. Then we had Tuesday, which we had Denmark be Finland, Denmark one nil, Finland nil. Uh, we had Germany two, Spain nil. I think Germany are going to be one of the finalists. Then on the Wednesday, we had Sweden to the Switzerland 
uh, one, the Switzerland Cleon. The Switzerland. Then we had Netherlands <laughs> um, and Portugal. Netherlands beat Portugal 3-2, which I'm always happy to see because I don't like the Portuguese. Um, it's <laughs> nothing against the country, nothing against the people, more against Ronaldo. <laughs> um, then we had Italy, Iceland, 1-1. Then we had France pick up a win against Belgium, 2-1. Then we had Austria 1, Norway 0. Then we had Northern Ireland 0, England 5 on Friday, which put England's dominance. I think it's going yeah. to be a Germany-England final. Right. I really do, mate. Then we had Denmark 0, Spain 1, Finland 0, Germany 3. And then today we've had Sweden v Portugal smacking them 5-0. And then we've had Netherlands beating Switzerland 4-1. So we've got in Group D to play again, France who are already qualified, and I think so are Ireland. And then we have the rest of the tournament dream drawn out over the next couple of hours. So yeah, I think England are serious frontrunners for this competition, and it's going to be an England-Germany final. Are the, is it the same as, um, as the men's Euros, where it's already set out like, you know, this person from Group A plays this person from Group whatever. I think so. I there's no, know. there's no like other draw, is there? Yeah. I'm, I'm trying, sorry, I'm just trying to find the, who's I'm playing to map who. It, out. Um, it isn't mapped out. I can't, so I can't I, find it, yeah. The reason I'm thinking is, it, it, is no, it's not like that. It's just because it's not mapped out anywhere. Oh, sorry, no. Wednesday, you've got the quarterfinals, England versus Spain. On Thursday, you've got Germany v. Austria. Oh, yeah, we've got it here, yeah. England, yeah. Spain, Germany, Austria. And then it's quarterfinal Sweden versus Group D. The runner-up of Group D, yeah. Yeah, and then, then quarterfinals France-Netherlands. France, and then the week after, it'll be the semifinals. The two semifinals. And then, the week, and then it'll probably be next weekend as a close, the final. Yeah, so it could be, I've just gone through, it could be England-Germany. It's going to be an England-Germany final, mate. So, yeah, semi, uh, quarter-final one plays quarter-final three. Yeah. And Germany, England are in quarter-final one, Germany are in quarter-final two. So, so yeah, it could be an England-Germany final. Come on. Let's beat them with the women. Yeah, let's do that. Let the women give them a good bashing. Bashing. I hate the Germans. I um, There was a few things after that England-Austria uh, England game. Uh, when they won eight now, I saw very many many tweets going. Can they get paid the same as the men now? Yeah, yeah. Castle can once you do the same sponsorship. Yeah, that's exactly what I thought as well. Yes, it's, you uh, get seven hundred eighty million people watching your every league game. Then yeah. yeah, you can get the same money as the men. I get it. I I totally get it. You know, can't you know they won eight nil? It was a great game. I understand the frustration, but. That's what it's about. When it comes to football, it's about the sponsorship, it's about the TV deals, it's about getting eyes on the product. The men's Premier League yields, is it, they get paid three billion a year? It's fucking ridiculous. Is three billion yeah. a year that, that league earns? So that three billion a pound is obviously to the entertainers of that league, which is the men. Is it, to, is it up to the TV stations in the media to push and push and push to get more people interested in the sport? Nope. Up to the sport to get more people interested, it's, it's, and it's, it's media follows after. The media follows after because the Premier League was already the Premier League was already formed with Sky, as as it was the the league or English football mm-hmm. had already been going for a few hundred for yeah. three hundred years or so yeah. before they then put the media overlay on it from match of the day. So someone went, mm-hmm. oh, oh, look at that! Five million people watch match of the day every Saturday. Huh. I've got an idea. What? Why don't we do it every week? And then people all over the world come watch it. So mm. I went, well, we should have thought of that ages ago. When did it When did it become the Premier League? Was it I early 90s? I think it was 92, 91. Yeah. Was it? 91. I want it. Was it Leeds who won the yeah. old, the Leeds last with old the division? Last, Leeds were the last football team to win the old Division 1, yeah. or what was the Premier League, well, what was the what first became division, the Premier what became League, the yeah. Premier League. And then they sold their star man to Manchester United, who then went forth to win the league a few other times. <laughs> Mr. Eric Cantona mm. for three million pounds, which then spawned quite a lot of money on the other yeah, side of the fence. Certainly did. It certainly did. So yeah, and then that was the end of that. So uh, loads of other leagues are catching up though. Um, the MLS, you might be interested to hear, and America have just signed a deal with Apple for two hundred and ninety something million pound per season. Oh, so that's going to be like on Apple TV. So that's Plus. going to be streaming on Apple TV. 
Um, and they're going to show every game just to up just to up their audiences. And once again, it's just a knock-on effect. Yeah, yeah. The more people watch a- Apple TV, the more people watch the American football, the more money it gets. Mm-hmm. So if you want women's football, all these people who are moaning, if you want women's football, stop going men's football right now. Go and buy a season ticket for any ladies' football team and go and watch them every single Saturday. Yeah. You will be helping them. Yeah. That's how you do it. That's how you do it. Yeah. That's the only way to, men have become men's football has become yeah. popular. Um Apple sorry, Apple TV, yeah. Um popped into me head then. So I uh, as as you're aware, um I will have a few weeks off work coming up soon. Mm-hmm. And um I do you have Apple TV plus? Uh, I I can have it. I've got it on a free trial okay. for for like six months if I wanted it. Oh cool. Um, I, I've I've not delved into it yet, but I, it was a few months back. There was like one TV series on there, which I went, oh, that looks quite good. Maybe I'll... Um... Is that when everyone was blind? No, that was... What? Was it a Jason Momoa one? No. no. I can't remember what it was now, but it was a few months back, and I thought, that looks pretty... It looks like a good TV show, that does. What's it on? Oh, it's on Apple TV+. Plus. I don't get that. Okay, we'll leave it then. Because, you know, I've already got a million subscriptions to everything else. Yeah. I don't want another one. Uh, but over the last few months, like, every, you know, a film will go on, and it'll be on Apple well, TV+. Plus, and then another series will go on. And I'm thinking, these look really good. And at the moment, with Netflix and Prime, I'm a bit like... There's loads of stuff going on there, but all of it's... I'm just going a bit meh. I'm like that with Disney right now. Yeah, it's a bit like, meh, okay. And yeah, Disney um, Disney Plus is another one. I mean, obviously, we're watching the, the Marvel things as a family, and I watch the, the Star Wars um, seasons when they come on. Um, and in all fairness, it's worth the money just for the bloody Beatles Get Back documentary. Um, but... Like with new things going on there, I'm just a bit like that's not interesting me at all. Yeah. Um, whereas with with Apple TV Plus, I'm seeing all these trailers and going, they, they've got some, they've got yeah, some good actors and some good stuff, and they really are, they really are catching up. Yeah. Um, it's not there yet. Yeah. But they're getting there. So um, it's only four ninety nine for a month, hmm. um, and you get a seven day free trial as well. So I'm planning on signing up for the month just to delve into it and. Um, and and see what that's all about. So hopefully over the next few weeks, um, we'll, I'll have more things. I will follow you in that Delvis yeah. because I've had a new phone. Oh, have you had a new one? I've had a new one. Oh, it's it, very nice. It's a thirteen. It's very Pro shiny. Max thingy. Yeah, don't drop it. And I went. It's not going to make a difference. It's going to be exactly the same as me eleven. Other than the camera is just going to be a bit better. No, the camera. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I was wrong. The camera's a lot better. It's not a bit better. It's like wow, better. Dude, I am long overdue a new phone. You know, I. I... Like, where's my zoom function? <laughs> oh my life! George Harrison's face is amazing. That's that. a good zoom. It's a very good scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm long overdue a new phone. You know, I didn't bother upgrading last time because um, there was nothing wrong with the phone. And I just thought, you know what? Um, the, the way my contract works is it's two separate contracts. I don't know if, I, I don't know if that's the similar across the board now, but, you know, you used to have to like have a certain tariff to get a certain phone. That's how every phone tariff's gone now. Is it all gone that way now? Because yeah, yeah, we're, we're, we're all on lease deals now. Yeah, so, phone as a service. Yeah, so with 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 mine, like you know, it's two separate contracts, and yeah. one is for your phone, and one is for your tariff. Which means you can up and down your tariff whenever you want. Whereas if you remember back in the day, you couldn't lower your tariff; you could only up it. No, I was thinking um, about that for this phone here. Because Vodafone said, oh, you've got a bit of cancellation period for the next 14 days. And then I went, oh, I'm going to cancel my voice and keep my phone. Hmm. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. I'm just going to pay the £12. And keep the phone. Keep and... the phone, but cancel the entire tariff then. Yeah. Never thought of that. Yeah, no, I, exactly. Yeah. I was walking and I went, oh. Yeah. I wonder oh, if there's a clause oh. in the contract where you can't do that. It's worth a shot. Um, well, we never agreed the fact that they could change it to start doing it that way. Hmm. So, yeah, um, yeah. So I, I was coming at it purely from a saving money point of view. Like, you know, I'm no longer paying off the phone. I'm just paying my tariff. So I'm like, oh, you know what? I don't need a new phone. And it's been eight months now, and I'm just like, fucking new phone. <laughs> the, the the problem is right now is that we've had a massive upgrade into five G, mm. like a massive upgrade in where me and where 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 me and your mum live. 
Um, not together. I was going to say, yeah. Not together. I just, I, I just enjoyed saying that for some really in all fairness, name to myself. I do see your mum. I do see your mum more than I see you. Yeah. In all fairness, if you knocked on a door as well and said, "Can I stay here tonight?" She'd go, "Yeah, yeah, come in." I, I, I'm pretty, <laughs> I'm pretty certain that if I went up for breakfast at any given time, I could yeah. just walk in and go, "Bacon." She'd be like, "Can I have a toasty?" Yeah, go on then. Anyway, <laughs> where where I live, it's called Bradley Valley. Or Whitfield Valley, yeah, it's called. Now, across the nature reserve at Whitfield Valley and at the top of Braidley, bottom of Smallthorn, and all the way along Whitfield Valley is things called 5G masts. Yeah, yeah. That have all been built massively mm-hmm. up all the way through during COVID. Yeah. I watched them all being built, and now they're full sub-whooping out 5G. So wherever I am in my house, mm-hmm. I'm full 5G. Well, they put that massive one up just up from me up here, aren't they, bottom of Clough Street? Yeah, so. with 5G here, yeah. so... There is a difference in your phones. Mm-hmm. There is a difference in your processing power under five G. Yeah, I'm definitely going. I'm over the next couple of months. I'm definitely looking to upgrade. Um, but I mean, this—it's been a proper little workhorse. This has. I'm not going to lie. Um, so I'm going to just um, grab a, a thingy like a, a sim free. Uh, sorry, a phone for a sim only tariff thing off uh, off Virgin. Yeah. Um, they sent me one once just for being a loyal customer they, they, they whacked it onto me home deal mm-hmm. so as part of like because the, the phone deal isn't in with your home deal so your home deal you get your landline your tv your broadband and then your phone deal separate um so but as part of the home deal mm-hmm. they phoned me up and said well we can send you a sim card but it'll go on your home package i'm like well how much is that can cost about nothing how much do you mean nothing? Yeah, it won't cost you anything. Um, we'll give you we'll give you a phone number, unlimited minutes, unlimited tasks, and five gig of data as long as you keep your TV package. But we're not going to extend your contract or anything. It's just a loyalty thing because you've been ace. So it's like sound. So I'll just see if I can get another one of them off them. <laughs> well, it's been it's been a sad day in the Bewley household for oh, no. Sky Television this week. While <gasps> we're talking on Sky Television packages because I've cancelled my Sky. Oh, no. Do you know why I've cancelled my Sky? Why? Because what they're doing to new customers, they're giving them £40 for the entire package free for the duration of their three-year contract. Oh. And they won't give it me, and I'm paying 120 a month for the same package. Oh, no. So I've cancelled it. Oh. And said, no problem then. So what? what's your plan? I'm going to rejoin as a new customer. Oh, okay, cool. So when does that happen? Um, at the end of this month, it gets cancelled, and then on the 31st when it gets cancelled, then on the 1st I'll ring them up. Yeah. I'm just trying to work out how I'm going to watch the Formula One, like because, you know. Oh, I've got everyone on my Sky Go. I'm just, I'm just massively shocked by ringing up Sky and going, "I'm paid right, right." Just to give you a backstory, I was, I've been with Sky now. I'm 42 years old. I moved in my house in 2006, 2007, and I joined Sky in 2007. I've had the same fucking HD thing since 2007. Yeah, the same remote since two thousand and seven, and I'm charged the most, more than any other person on this planet. You know what? I've actually, Cleon, today on this very date, it's my seventeenth anniversary. What year of, of using my Sky? Of, yeah, I've been, <laughs> I've been um, no, I've been in my house. Um, now I've been on your Sky for about five years it's my, now. It's my seventeenth anniversary. It's funny you should say that, Cleon. Today's my seventeenth yeah. anniversary of being on your Sky. Do you no. know what the thing is though? I'm 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 signed into your Sky Go on my PlayStation, um, and that's I think that's the only device I've got signed in, um, and and I, I can't was I on? I think it was on my tablet once as well, and I think. I don't know whether you must you must have upgraded because I know my device has got signed out because you could only have so many at a certain time. Yeah, no, I kicked Mitch off all of them. Oh, right. <laughs> I went, I'm not having this. I, I can live with Dave, but come on, guys. You're all taking liberties here. Dave does podcast producing and all sorts. He wait, spends a lot of time. He can watch movies while he's doing it. That's fine. Well, it's literally <laughs> it's the Formula One. That's the only thing I watch on it. Um, but I remember not being signed in, and I was like, oh, I'm going to watch the Formula One. And then I just pressed play, and I went, oh, it's playing. There we go. Yeah. Because it just automatically adds you. Yeah, it just adds you in. Well, no, what it does, it briefly goes, you auto adds you in and then tells me. Right, right. Because I've just got it set up now where you have to kind of press your sign-in button. So then it just goes, this person signed in, and I can either go, no. Yeah, <laughs> no. You know what I mean? 
That's how we get around it. But no, I, I, I just got rid of it because I went into the shopping mall, the supermarket, the shopping mm-hmm. market, the supermarket. I went into the, the mall. The mall. Um, in Stoke-on-Trent. And said the woman said to me, oh, it's £42 for everything, phone line, broadband and everything. I said, well, I don't want the broadband. I've got me broadband. She said, well, it's, it'd be £35 then for you. I was like, I'm paying this much. She's like, well, you have to be a new customer and then I can give you this offer. Yeah. I rang Sky up standing next to her and went, I'm cancelling everything. And he went, is there anything that you can convince you to stay? I went, yeah, you can give me this give package. Me this package, yeah. And he went, that's only for new customers. I went, well, I'll be a new customer once I've cancelled and left and come back. Mm-hmm. And the guy on the phone went, yeah, I know. I was, how, yeah. how, how in the wide world Clear, is that clever? I've had exactly the same thing with um, home insurance, where I've, I've found them up. I've I've done a comparison, and the cheapest deal is you was with the company I was already with, um, and and I said, look, you've sent me a renewal through. I can get this a lot cheaper with you online. Yeah. So can you just give me that price? And they went, no, uh, that is literally for new customers. And it, and she said it was it's, it's a way of enticing customers into the business. She says that's all it is, and oh. we can't give existing customers oh. that thing. So I was like, well, what am I meant to do? She went, she went, well, while you're on the phone, I'll cancel your current policy. She says, while you're on the phone, you sign up to the new policy, give me the details, I'll double-check everything to make sure it's like for like, and we'll, we'll just do it that way. And I ended, literally on the phone, I cancelled with her, signed up online, give her the details, she checked it all, and she went, yeah, that's fine. She says, you'll get a cancellation letter through, and you'll get a new policy letter through. <laughs> World's gone mad. Dude. World's gone bonkers, Cleon. World's World gone has gone bonkers. Mad. Anyway, let's wrap her up. Let's wrap, let's her, wrap up her up and go um, back outside. In the warmth. A big thank you to everybody that listens week in and week out. You guys are awesome. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Sorry, wherever you get your podcasts from. Uh, because that's the best way to guarantee delivery. And a little example of this is um, I didn't realise that Two Pints with Will and Ralph had restarted this year. I didn't realise that we were on Series 3, and that's because I forgot to press follow on Spotify. I was going to say so, they are. They've, yeah. got, they've got some new I've, episodes. I've spent, I've spent this week um, uh, watching uh, the episode. I've been watching them on YouTube, actually, but I spent this week uh, watching the, the new series. Right. And uh, and all because I forgot to press follow, I didn't realise that there was new episodes out mm. there. So if you follow us on your favourite podcast app, you will guarantee delivery of the new show every Monday morning when they come out. Be sure to give us a follow on social media on Twitter. It's at Shingler's List PC. You can follow me at Shingler's underscore list. Follow Cleon at KL Bewley and on Instagram it's Shingler's underscore list and KL Bewley 5. You guys are awesome and we will see you next time.